Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one, except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It's the podcast that only a mother could love and a wife doesn't listen to. It's guys of a certain age. Robbie Koblenz in studio alongside my partners in crime. Art Shirley. And Jay Reed. Hello, Mrs. Reed. We know you're listening. Thank that was you for, a classic, I gotta say. Yeah, thank you for the birthday wishes to your my son, your TV grandson. Did you see that, Jay? I didn't see that. Yeah, so uh, Mark, our, our youngest, turned 20 this week. And uh, various congratulatory text things on Facebook and I tagged his TV dad, Jay Reed and Mrs. Reed jumped on the bandwagon and said, you know, happy birthday from your TV dad's mom. So, so I guess that would be his TV grandmother. Way too much time on Facebook, but that is, she kind of does, doesn't she? (laughs) You know, she doesn't care. So so we can talk about that. She doesn't care. Yeah, she doesn't care. So, all right, let's, uh, let's jump into geeks of the week. What have you got? Oh, by the way, happy Mario Day. Oh, is it day Mario Day? You know why it's Mario Day? I saw this. It's kind of cool. No. You take March, you shorten it down to M-A-R. Today's the 10th. Mario. Oh, okay. ah. Well, I saw some, some comics, some uh, Foxtrot comics about Mario, and I wondered if I didn't realize that was why it was out. There's also National Oreo Day, which kind of rhymes with Mario. Mario. Well, I will tell you, it's the most wonderful time of the year because March Madness is beginning as we record this. Well, it's about to. About We're in to, the middle yeah. of conference tournament. It's also the anniversary of Oreo Speedwagon. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> also rhymes with Mario. <laughs> and Aria, you know, the casino. We can just keep this oh, going. Oh, I thought you meant Aria, the, the music, and I was going to have Art sing one. Oh, please. <laughs> Don't. There's no throat bongos in an aria. Artia. Are there? Artia. Artia. No, there's not. Oh, good. Thankful. Thankful. I have several like minor geeks here and a couple of uh, passings, so I don't know if I want to go first or last. Maybe I have something y'all have. I don't, uh, I don't I, know. I, I'm quite I certain like you don't have mine. Geek poker all of a sudden. <laughs> geek roulette. That's right. Well, why don't you go, Jay, then I'll jump in. We'll let Art clean up the mess. It sounds good. Well, I have become, I think we talked about this a little. A, a curmudgeon. Fan, a curmudgeon. That's another story. <laughs> Uh, a fan of the like the newer series of Jurassic Park movies. Yes, I, when they, when they first came out, I liked the first one. We're talking about really the ones that came out this decade, not the this decade. That yes. actually came out in the, the Jurassic right. Park. <laughs> this hey, one, Fred Flintstone, sit in the driver. <laughs> exactly. Um, you almost got me with that. You came really close. So, so anyway, I, that just kind of drew my attention to this little blurb that I saw. Um, a company called. Colossal, colossal biosciences. Colossal waste of time. Colossal biosciences yeah. is reinventing the woolly mammoth. Really? I saw that a few weeks ago. Like reinventing, and I, that's not nearly the right word. But basically, I don't know if they're doing it the same way. I don't know. There's no amber involved. I don't think no amber involved. But they're they're gene editing and An they're coming elephant? up basically a cold resistant elephant. But it'll have all the the traits have and, they never watched a science fiction movie before right exactly co-resistant elephant with all the core biological traits of the woolly mammoth it will look it'll walk like one look like one sound like one and this is kind of one of the things i think they're promoting to make people happy about it and forget jurassic park is that it's going to be back in the same ecosystem and supposedly restore the ecosystem to what it that was never works because of the reintroducing the woolly mammoth. It's that, 
That yeah, you're work. right. You're right. It is a fascinating concept because they're saying that within our lifetime, like within the next five to ten years, is when this should. They're that far along. They just got a sixty million dollar grant from someone to to continue the research and continue developing it. So this will not end hmm. well. <laughs> well, well, we're uh, were woolly mammoths the same kind of like predators as you know velociraptors and those sort of things oh i don't know i'm just saying this opens the pandora box that's not the streaming service correct that's right yeah Yeah. so still fascinating to follow yeah almost as fascinating as your personal jetpack but not quite yeah that's an old when they could put a personal jetpack on a woolly (laughs) mammoth Then we're talking. And that's probably what's happening. Right. Oh, wow. We'll have death raining down from the sky in the form of woolly mammoths. So speaking of jetpacks, this was not my geek, but I started watching this this week on Apple TV+. Plus. Hello Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Is it good? It's weird. Billy Crudup. Yes. um, Crudup. Crudup. Yeah. Well, that's how you spell it. It's Crudup, Crudup, whatever. And uh, Hank uh, Azaria. Is it Hank Azaria? I think Hank Azaria. It's strange, but it's not a documentary, right? No, it's, no, it's not. I mean, I didn't know if it was. I haven't seen it. yet. I so. mean, it's like if what we envisioned the '80s and the '50s came true, oh. with robot driving cars and rocket packs, and it's about. Have you guys ever seen Glengarry Glenn Ross? No, I feel like I have. Yeah, isn't that the one with where uh, they're, they're selling timeshares? Yeah, uh-huh. You know, coffee is for closers. Uh-huh, Put down right. that coffee. That's right. Yeah. This is basically they these salesmen are selling mm-hmm. a um, plots on the moon in this development on the moon. Yeah, because I remember seeing this, and I think there's a Heinlein's book, right? Uh, the moon for sale or something like that. But it's not uh, inspired by that. Sure, I, maybe it's not Heinlein. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I, I think there is a Heinlein, the moon for sale book, but I don't know if it is or not. Uh, no, I don't. This is not because I looked to see if it was you know yeah. had any kind of source material, and it doesn't. It's bizarre. It's not related it to out. since it's on Apple. It's not related to the the Anything. ride in Disney World, the Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. That's what tomorrow. I wondered. Yeah, that's no. the first thing that came to my mind from the name. No, mm-hmm. no, okay. this is a little. This is <sighs> all right. How many episodes is it? Is it worth oh, your time? I, I don't know how many episodes they're in the middle of doing it right now. Okay. Uh, I've just seen the first episode. That, we're about to re up because of Ted Lasso. And yeah, I was wondering what else might be on there. Yeah. You might not get what you get, or whatever he sings. Oh, so, okay. I didn't know where we were going. Yeah, I yeah. That was but, an aria from Ted Lasso. Yeah, <laughs> from Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Biosciences. I'm I'm intrigued. I don't know if I'm going to get if it will turn into a binge or not. How many episodes have you seen? I've only seen one. Okay, and I'm in the middle of two. I think uh, episode four or five has dropped. Okay, so a lot of star power. There. I like him. So I mean, I like who's both him. Of We've talked about a lot of guys. Crudup and Azaria, however you say his name. I like both. What about of them. Ted Lasso? You don't like Ted Lasso? I love Ted Lasso. I'm, I wrote that down last night when I saw what day it was starting. Well, if you don't listen, you didn't to write. You didn't write. I love Ted Lasso. <laughs> no. If you'd only been you listening have to like the- Jay Lasso in a heart. <laughs> Jay Hart, you know, as far as you know. <laughs> Jay and Ted if you forever. Would, if you would only have <laughs> been listening to this podcast, you would have known when Ted Lasso was. I knew it was starting I soon. I just didn't know the date. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 
Yeah, all right. March. I knew March. Yeah, maybe. I did, yeah, I'd forgotten March. Yeah, March 15th. So March 15th. Okay. The Ides, the Ides of March. The Ides of March. Mm. Beware the Ides of March. Uh, I've got a couple things for Geeks of the Week. Are you doing anything? Well, I'll just Go ahead, because I have a feeling we may have something that crosses over. Well, well, the first thing I saw that was pretty interesting is, remember when HBO Max and Discover, you got that? You got it? All right, I'll let you take that No, no, one. no. You want it? Okay, right, I'll take it. I'll take okay. it. So uh, there was. Because I've got, you know, obituaries too. <laughs> I've always got the obituaries ready. The the underkeep, the undertaker is with us. Uh, so remember when HBO Max, and I'm pointing to Jay because Art knows my geek all already. HBO Max and uh, Discovery merged, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of series that went on the chopping block. Well, mm-hmm. one of the things that we were kind of excited about, at least Art and I were, uh, was the new Batman Cape Crusader. Crusader cartoon. Yeah, that's it. Hush, you've already had your time in the spotlight. And you talked all through it. You know what? I've turned him (laughs) off. (laughs) Um, Bruce Timm. The Crepe Crusader actually is going to serve some French. uh, (laughs) The Crepe Crusader, that's hilarious. So Bruce Timm, who was the creator of Force of Wenham and behind Batman the Animated Series, was going to do the Batman Cape Crusader cartoon. Well, there's no home for it at HBO Max. Which is still unbelievable it's to unbelievable me. It's unbelievable to me. Bruce it's got, Tim has a new Batman series, and HBO Max isn't carrying it. And so Matt Reeves and J.J. Abrams are involved creatively yeah. as well. So it's going to Amazon Prime. Hmm. And not only is it going to Amazon Prime, they've already ordered season two mm-hmm. wow. of the show. And did you see the quote art where, where Bruce Timm said it's going to be more Batman the Animated Series than Batman the Animated Series? No, I hadn't seen that. I knew it was going to be a darker, uh, kind of darker well, iteration of it. But Apparently, he wanted to go pretty dark at Fox, and they said, no, this is for the afternoon kitty. Okay, so that's so, what he means by that. I think so. Okay. I think so. Gotcha. But that was pretty fascinating. Yeah, I'm so. excited to hear that it has a home. Yeah. And on a streaming service that I already have. But <laughs> I am... Um, you know, I'm just. I, I, I think they're going to move it to DC Universe. Yeah. Okay. Well, I still have that. Still have that, Dave. <laughs> That's right. He's, he's got the lifetime subscription. That's right. Him, so. Which is is the lifetime of the streaming service. Unfortunately, not mine. Let me know yeah. when it's on DVD or get back on Netflix. Okay. <laughs> wow. So that's my geek. So I've got a couple other things, but I'm going to give you the floor. Okay. Well, well, the geek I have is that uh, uh, Disney has officially canceled. You had that one. Too, that was my. You? That was my backup. Uh, Kevin Feige and Patty Jenkins Star Wars movies. So which is and then they're going to keep the Takiwa Kiti right. movie. So right. Kevin Feige had a and Star Wars movie. Probably Ryan Johnson. You know. Who's yeah. A, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Kevin Feige had. I, I don't remember hearing much about that one. The Patty Jenkins one was the one I was yeah, kind that of excited one I knew about. about. Rogue yeah. Squadron. Yeah. Rogue Squadron. No, was it Rogue Squadron? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, yeah, Patty Jenkins, what a year she's having, you know, past 12 months or whatever, finding out she's not Maybe she'll Wonder come Woman. produce and direct us. Yeah, that's right. We're pretty far down that's on, right. the, on the totem pole of <laughs> creative things yeah, to do. We are definitely yeah. far down on the yeah. totem pole. But Feige, it was. He was just kind of mentioned in passing that he may be helming a Star Wars. So he didn't have anything in full creative development, right, Art? Is that correct? No, he was just, I think he was just really at uh, the idea of concepts, if anything. Yeah. Also, there's a, a play coming out. It's a book right now, but it's written Did you say play. play or plague? Play. Okay. We don't need any more plagues. Uh, that's uh, called The Mark of Cain, and it tells the story of Bob Kane and Bill Finger oh. uh, working on Batman. And it's, a, it's kind of a play. And, uh, that, that describes that process and I guess talks about how Bill Finger definitely got screwed a got little bit. Got the finger? Got to, I was going to say that. I started to do it, but anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Street. And then I'll, you want me to go ahead and do the obituaries that I go have? Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Robert Blake, who played Beretta, also. Oh, was really? In, yeah, he passed away yesterday. 
who was acquitted for the murder of his wife. Yeah, that was the main story. And I'm yeah. thinking, I mean, I loved Beretta when it was on, but he had had a full career before he ever did Beretta. Mm-hmm. He was in the Iron Gang or Little Rascals series. Oh, wow. He played Red Rider, who was uh, the sidekick. I mean, uh, he played Little Beaver, who was the sidekick to Red Rider when he was a kid. Uh, he's in Treasure of Sierra Madre with uh, Humphrey Bogart. Um, and then was in In Cold Blood, which is kind of where he shed his his youngster uh, actor appeal because he played this terrible murderer. In that. <laughs> but in a lot of a lot of great movies, I always liked Robert Blake uh, as Beretta, but certainly fell on some some hard times throughout his life. But the other uh, person who who uh, who passed away was uh, Topol Topol. I'm not sure how, how you pronounce it. It's Chaim Topol, uh, who played Tevi and Fitter on the Roof, but is oh, better yeah. known to us as Zarkov. And uh, maybe not to Jay. Maybe not to okay. me. <laughs> Jay, I wish you had seen Jay's face. <laughs> it was as blank as it ever gets. Zarkov. From Flash Gordon. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, Robbie. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's That was a little before my time. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I vaguely remember it, you know, yeah. and I love the Queen soundtrack. Yeah. Flash. Ah, Very campy version of Flash Gordon. He was, he was a great Zarkov in that. But uh, anyway, uh, so... So yeah, sorry to hear that uh, that he's passed as well. But uh, when was the last time y'all saw that? Flash Gordon. Flash? Yeah. Oh wow, been a minute. Been a I long you were time. Flash. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I wish I thought that fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can only be one art. <laughs> I saw something that was also kind of interesting. If you're done with your, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not to step on you either. So I don't <laughs> mind stepping on Jay, but art. You, you know, have I'm... turned Jay's sound back on though. I, I did. Yeah, okay. I did. I did. Briefly. Um, Michael Shannon plays Zod in Man of Steel is coming back or has come back for the Flash movie. I did see this one too. And yeah. he's like, they call him up. He's like, can you come back and play Zod? And he's like, I, I thought I died in that movie. <laughs> That's right. And so they had to explain to him the whole concept of the multiverse uh-huh. and alternate timelines. And then I'm sure he, they told him how much money they're going to pay. Yeah. And he came on. Yeah. But I thought that was feeling. I'm not quite dead I mean, yet. <laughs> I really like him. He's he's good in everything he's in. I mean, uh, Michael Shannon is Shannon. Is that what his name is? Yeah, Michael Shannon. I'm oh, no, he, that's not who I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, he's really good. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's funny. That I thought I was dead. Yeah. Have you not seen a comic book movie at all? You know, there's no real dead anymore. No, there's not. And did you see where James Gunn said uh, Harry Cavill? They're talking to Harry Cavill about Henry Cavill. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> or maybe yeah. they are talking to Harry Cav- Cavill. Cavill, Cavill, really, Cavill. Really pissing the Henry guy. Cavill off. <laughs> About coming back into the DC oh, universe man. as as a different character. Really? Huh. Yeah. That's because I don't want Marvel to get him. What would he play at Marvel? Oh, there's all kinds of stuff. He's played Captain Britain. Captain Britain is the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he could be Superman's daddy. I mean, James could, Gunn is his daddy. He goes back. He needs to say, forget it, fellas. I'm not going down that channeling, revolving door he's again. He's channeling his inner Marlon Brando yeah. is what he's doing. Yeah. So but I thought that was kind of kind of interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. So, Jay, have you started uh, The Last of Us yet? I'm two eps in now. You better catch up. Yeah, because we're going to be talking about it. Season five now yeah. is Sunday night. It is. is it? Yeah, it's it is. Fight. That's against the Oscars, isn't it? Isn't that Sunday night also? I guarantee you more people are going to watch The Last of Us than the Oscars. <laughs> so. Although there may be more violence in the Oscars based on... No, I'm just kidding. No, I doubt it. Actually, I think the Oscars are streaming on HBO Max too. Isn't that that's crazy? I think I read that. Are you sure the Oscars are Sunday? I don't think it's Sunday. I I may not. 
be sure. <laughs> he doesn't even know if he's sure or not. <laughs> oh, my. I'm, I'm well, I mean, why would it send me an email saying, stream the Oscars on HBO Max if it wasn't coming up? Because they know you. <laughs> That's a little scary, too. Uh, We're all I, trying to look it up. Yeah. I think it is this weekend. Boom. If if it's true, boom. March 12th March at the 7th 12th. Well, I'll p.m. Be Central Daylight gone, Jay. Time. Apologize. Oh. Do you think they do you think they know at HBO Max? <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe they figure they Cuz they did. They did adjust And it's their, not but it's not streaming on HBO Max. They did adjust their uh schedule for the Super Bowl. It's abc.com and Hulu and YouTube. So it's that family. It's that family. Yeah. And Fubu. Fubu okay. on you. Fubu TV. That's to be confused with Fufu TV. Yeah. Which you They're wondering got. who's going to present Best Actress since the. Oh, I misread. It's streamed the 2023 Oscar nominees. So they are pushing all the movies that are nominated and actors. Help, helps actors. if you read. It does. Reading's fundamental. Is it? Yeah. And fun. Well, we were taught that when we were kids. That reading's and mental. Fun and mental. Fun and mental. All right. Digressing a Riff bit. has a different meaning now for me at the uh, university. Reduction <laughs> in force. That's when they lay people off. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Hmm. All right. On that said note, we're going to take a break. <laughs> and we're going to come back. I should be gone. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah, we may have a riff or two here, you know. And we're going to talk Ant-Man, Wasp, sure, Quantum Mania, sure. since we went and saw it together. Yeah. Up next. And we're back. We went to go see a movie. We all stayed awake through the movie, right? We did. They did. Two of us stayed seated through the entire movie. We did. And you did. We <laughs> we watched Ant Man and Wasp. Wasp. <laughs> Quantum Mania. We couldn't afford. <laughs> yeah. Wasp. Yeah. It, it was it was Whisk. Ant Man yeah. and Whisk. So Quantum Mania. So the the most poorly reviewed or received movie of Marvel so far, I think. Right. Yeah, but I I actually liked. It I enjoyed. A bit. It. I wondered if I went in with lower expectations, you know. But uh, <laughs> that's how I do this podcast. That's right. <laughs> Every time I walk through that door, expectations. But I, I enjoyed get it. I mean, you know, granted, there, you know, but the visuals were incredible. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Jay, what do you think? I had the perspective I was looking at is it was on one hand, it was almost entirely in a. You know, in another world, in the quantum realm, whatever, um, with with a few exceptions of inside, like the lab and that yeah. kind of thing. But I mean, they got to the it quantum realm very quickly, very quickly, and didn't leave till the end. So, spoiler was, alerts, by the way. Yeah. Um, so I, at first, I didn't think I would like that, but like you said, the visuals were amazing. Yeah. And it didn't. It it ended up not taking away from it. And yeah. to me, the the characters. I mean, some of it's just Paul Rudd. Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer, just the the star power and the way they interact and, and the, I mean, I just think Paul Rudd's character is hilarious. Yeah, and so is Paul Rudd the new Robert Downey Jr. in the Marvel Universe, kind of the, the front guy that everybody likes, wants to hang out with? Is he the new, that guy? Know. Is the, he part of the new Avengers group? Will he be? I'm sure he will. Okay. So... Yeah, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Could it. be. I, mean, I can't think of anybody else that would. I mean, be. he's kind of kind of fits that that personality. I mean, he's got that happy-go-lucky yeah. sort of. You need somebody that's. You don't need a dark, brooding person to be that person. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. So I mean, definitely has that. I mean, even as 
two scenes in the movie the happy go lucky walking down the sidewalk yes. smiling talking uh-huh. about it thinking out loud i mean all that kind of stuff he definitely yeah. portrays that mm-hmm. he does he does paul rudd just seems like a pretty cool guy he does he really does yeah. and so. i've evangeline lily fan since uh, yep. lost same so. here yep and i don't like her hair dude I, I like the long hair but yeah I, th- I'm there sure was a lot of criticism of that there's a lot of criticism of that. waiting on you mm-hmm. to tell her that. i thought it worked fine yeah, it worked. Yeah. It's, it was fine. I just, you know. Kind of true to the character, too. Uh, the wasp would often change her hairstyle up in the comics. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah, she was very fashionable. She she even was one of the first people that had different, you know, superhero uniforms, costumes, whatever you call them. Okay. You know. So, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And is the, uh, is it, what's the name? Callie, Cassie, Cassie the Kid? Cassie the Kid. Cassie. Was she uh, in the comics as well as a uniform? she is. She I did. Think, yeah, and she, she, becomes, she was and, part of the Young yeah, Avengers. Right. Okay. So it looks like mm-hmm. they're setting up the Young Avengers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, she was great too. I, yeah. I liked. I, I didn't realize until the previews came out that this was going to be that far along. She was going to be essentially a grown up, and uh, you know they kind of jumped to her being brilliant genius, uh, quantum scientist all of a sudden at, her, at a young age. But. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you guys think of of Kang, the Conqueror? Uh, you know. I, I thought he was good. I think that a lot of it relied on us having seen Loki. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we got a sense that he was as ominous or as evil as he was from this movie itself. I think Jonathan Majors is great. He's fabulous. Uh, but I don't, I didn't really get this feeling of him being such a danger or threat from this movie. It was sure. more borrowing from what, you know, either you know of Kang from the comic books or from, from Loki. What do y'all think? Uh, I thought he was a fabulous actor. I liked the way they set Kang up. Uh-huh. Uh, I kept wanting someone to go, Kang! But it didn't happen. One of the things I did read, you know, it, obviously spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So mid credit sequence, you have the Council of Kangs, yes. which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. So you had the Egyptian Kang. I can't remember what his name is. Uh, yeah, but he's in the comic books. I can't remember what he is. Too. He has a... Like Rama Tut or something like that. He's name checked in Moon Knight. Okay, yes, he sure is. Yeah. 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 So, which I thought was really, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And so. there's a connection between that character, Kang, and Dr. Doom. Uh, you know, there was at one point they said Dr. Doom was this character that was, went back in time and became that first Egyptian Kang. But I think that, I don't think that's happening. And I don't think that's part of the MCU. Yeah. Although that might be kind of cool for the Fantastic Four movie. You had Jonathan Majors. You show him in a, in a Doctor Doom mask the whole time, and then all of a sudden he, he turns out to be one of the Kangs. That would be fun. That would be really, really cool. So mm-hmm. um, is Kang essentially a big enough villain now for the next Avengers I to fight? See, I didn't feel like he was based on this movie. Again, Sorcy also claimed to have already killed a bunch of Avengers. Yeah. The multiverse Which situation. one is you? Are you the one with the hammer? Yeah. I thought that was kind of um, fun. <laughs> we get confused a lot. Same body type. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you have two legs and two arms, and that's about it. Yeah. So, so what, 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 did, what did you think, not being as familiar with the character, possibly? I mean, I knew I'm he was going to. Jay, I knew he was going to be the big bad in this. Um, so I kind of came in with that expectation. Um, I think maybe we've talked about it before and what what was to come. So I, I I didn't really think much about it. I just kind of expected, okay, this is this is the really really big bad. He's big bad everywhere. Um, you know, but did bring that sort of last episode of Loki into my thinking as well. Because well, didn't didn't his likeness show up like on pillars in that last episode of Loki. 
Well, he was the, the guy who back. they killed. I mean, he was he was at the end of Tom. He was the guy. He the the Jonathan Major characters in in Loki was he who remains. Okay. And so what he'd done, he'd gone gone back and guarded the prime timeline to prevent his evil cells from popping up. Oh, yeah. And so he wasn't the bad guy there. No, so he wasn't really the bad guy. He was more like a a, a caretaker. And then by Sophie killing him. At the end of Loki season one, everything flipped apart. The multiverse branched out, and then you had all the Kangs pop up. Yeah. So, and then the end credit scene takes us back to yeah, Loki. Right back to it. And, and Owen Wilson. Was, yeah, who I can't remember his character's name. I can't but remember. They're set back in what looks like the early 20th century, possibly the late 19th mm-hmm. century, and we see Kang as some type of uh, entertainer, Doing electro magic. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, and I didn't really get. I mean, I understood. Uh, I understood what was trying to happen there, mm-hmm. um, but but you wonder is he even he being Kang? Uh, is he even aware who he is at that point? Loki knew who he was and recognized the danger, but we don't know if if Kang really is bad at that point or not. I so think he knows. Yeah. So yeah. was that where Kang? I, I don't know. I, and I was not nearly as familiar with Kang as you are, by the way, Art. Well, I mean, I'm, and that I've said the extent of my knowledge of Kang right now, but I know from reading some of the 60s Fantastic Four, uh, when he first, you know, appears, there's this idea that, you know, possibly he's a, a Doctor Doom. Uh, yeah. Either Doctor Doom, who has gone back in the past and become this this person, or um, or just another iteration of Doctor Doom. So, what did you guys think about uh, the the other associated characters? I, lo- I loved Michelle Pfeiffer's. I can't remember Janet. Is it Janet? Yeah, Pym? she's Janet Pym and Hank Pym. Yeah, Hank Pym, which Michael Douglas. I yeah. thought he did. I enjoyed great. seeing them and them having a viable role. We talked after the movie that they seemed to uh, kind of designate Scott, uh, Paul Rudd's character. Uh, to be the one that became Giant Man or Colossus or whatever yeah. it becomes, and um, and Hank Pym, the original Ant Man, was more in charge of the ants. He dealt more with uh, controlling the ants. He loved him some ants. Loved didn't him he? some ants. Yeah. So and then I thought Michelle Pfeiffer's character really seemed to be, you know, a, a lot of part. Some of the main heroics came from her. Yeah, she was kind of central in this one, yeah, whereas I think before she so. was more this. Who they found. Which I liked that. I thought that was that was cool. I mean, I could see, we talked about this a little bit. I really liked the Quantumanium world and could see stories that, you know, mm-hmm. in a series that might take place in that world because you've got all these little, um, not villages, but all these different uh, groups of, popu- you know, of, of people that, you know. Mm-hmm. So what I would love to see is if you, the Micronauts, if they came into the quantum mm-hmm. realm, because I loved Micronauts when I was a kid, and that would be perfect. To and that incorporate. was that started out as a toy it that did. Marvel bought into, kind of the same way they did yeah. with Rom, the Space Knight, yeah. right? And so, yeah. but they're in part of Marvel canon now. They're yeah. part, of, yeah, yeah. So that would be very cool. That's what because it reminded me of what, and we're at uh, however many years it's, it's the anniversary of John Carter coming out, but it it kind of set that. It gives you plausibles relative term here but it gives you this this place where anything can happen pretty much and you can see all this weird stuff because it reminded me a whole lot of 50s and 60s sci-fi movies where they would go to a planet and you know there would all this kind of bizarre stuff and then you find oh well this couldn't really happen well now the quantum manium gives you a place where that 
Where know, weird could. science fiction kind of stuff could happen. What about Bill Murray's character? That was kind of odd to me. I don't know that I particularly cared for his cameo. I don't think he really advanced the story much at uh, all. It's, it seemed like he was on there for the sake of having you know a celebrity in there. Uh, I kept thinking it was going to be Jeff Goldblum. I thought maybe the collector had some talent. How is he the collector? Is he the or that's no uh, that's Benicio del Toro? Yeah, the collector. I anyway, yeah. I, I thought it might be one of the two of them that we yeah. you know had somehow ended up in the Quantumanium. In the quantum realm. I think yeah, it's fun realm. to see him. Well, they're in quantum, yeah. But it didn't do much with him. I mean, he could have... Uh, yeah. No, I mean, it was short, and it was very Bill Murray-ish. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't... It was, it was stunt, he was, he was playing casting. himself. Yeah, I mean, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about, uh, oh, Corey, what's-his-face who played Modoc? How did you guys like Modoc? <sighs> Man, Modoc, I, I thought it was fun to have that character. I thought uh, probably a little too much Modoc for me, and also mm-hmm. the... The face looked like really bad Photoshop. That yeah. was a really bad animation job yeah. they did. Yeah. Really bad animation uh-huh. job. I mean, it just really looked like somebody had scrunched something down in Photoshop, and that's what they were going to do. Yeah, it didn't with. look or like. Or After Effects, I guess, in this case. It didn't look like the character. I mean, the actor very much to me. I right. Mean, you, but if I hadn't seen the other picture of him, I wasn't. I wouldn't have been able to recall him. Yeah. But didn't we get another MODOK in the Captain America movies? Uh, or in What If, maybe. No, I was trying to think. No, you're thinking about, yeah, 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 yeah. The guy that, um, the, Toby. The, um, the German scientist who ends up in the yes, computer. What yes. was his name? Uh, what is his character's name? Yeah, what is I his character? I can't remember what he was called. I can't remember if that was Modoc or not. But uh, QWERTY. QWERTY. <laughs> oh, my. If you could only see Clippy. the Clippy. He was Clippy. Oh. From the Microsoft. <laughs> oh, I knew exactly yeah, who I you're do, talking you do. about. Oh, yeah. wow. Now, what was his name? I don't um, know. I'm looking it up. Captain America, computer. I just thought this Modoc was a. I mean, I don't know the character from the comics. It seemed a little on the silly side. Oh yeah, and it's it definitely for comic relief. Zola, was, yeah. Armin Zola. Yeah. Who played him? Does it say? Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Trying to get to something. Um, Days later, back at the ranch. Yeah, really. If only you could talk right now. So oh, mic's on? I don't see it. Yeah, yeah, your mic's on. So what about the other characters? What about the the resistance force or whatever? One of the guys, and I cannot remember his name, and I don't have I have no connection with my phone. To, you know, so thank you, thank you, Ceasefire, once again for no <laughs> yeah. coverage. Uh, but um, uh, one of the guys was from Good Place, which I really liked him a lot. He was good. It was the the telepath. Okay, and I thought that was funny. They had Toby Jones. Toby Jones, thank you. Uh, you know, it seemed to follow, try to follow the Ragnarok uh, and later Love and Thunder model of let's have this really bizarre world with a lot of, you know, a, a lot of humor in it. I think Ragnarok was the perfect balance. I think Love and Thunder was too far over uh, mm-hmm. being humorous. And I think this may be closer to Love and Thunder than it was Ragnarok. The, I think the I, pink, the pink one, the the I guess the ooze. Drink the ooze. Oh, yeah. Drink the ooze. And then he had holds. I mean, that was kind of a fun closeout of his uh-huh. character. But I thought that was a little bit. I think silly it, too. If they could have kept it right there and maybe gotten rid of 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 Modoc or Bill Murray, I think all three of those things yeah, is just probably a bunch what of stuff. Yeah, took it over the edge. I think if you re- if you get rid of one of those three, it would have been a lot better. I could, but, but not as up. much as Love and Thunder to me. I think it, it didn't go to that level. Yeah, that's so goats. It was more like Love and Mild Thunderstorm. Yeah, 
Yeah, or rainstorm, I guess, because a thunderstorm heat, heat is still like thunder. <laughs> love, oh, love and heat lightning. Wasn't that a Brian De Palma <laughs> film? That's another. That's I'm gonna go home and uh, get that website <laughs> locked in. Love, love and, and heat, heat lightning. lightning. <laughs> oh we are now changing the podcast to love and, <laughs> and heat, heat lightning. lightning. Uh, any other? Uh, any other? I was gonna say Thor thoughts, but not Thor thoughts, Thorts. but Thorts, Jorts, Quantum Mania thoughts. So. Are, 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 All right, so this is the third Ant Man movie. Will there are, be more? I mean, I guess are we kind of tired of Ant Man? Is is my next question? Because I do think they have made him the new Iron Man. Yeah, I mean, I, which he's probably the me, only guy they got on contract. Which yeah. kind of makes me think if you look at the Iron Man movies, you know, really by three, we you know, three was not considered a, a good. I mean, two was not considered a, a good. Even Iron though Man two movie, holds up better than than you think. Yeah. In fact, if you cut out you know uh, Whiplash, you'd have a great movie because. Uh, to me, Sam Rockwell is Trask oh, was, is a is a much is it Trask? It no. wasn't Trask. No, Trask is Peter Dinklage in Days of Future Past. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Anyway, Sam Rockwell's character, 20th Century Fox, Trask is awesome. I mean, that's that's who should have been the villain, and you shouldn't have had a another superhero villain in there. You didn't like Mickey Rourke as Whiplash? I thought Mickey Rourke was you know Mickey Rourke, which you know he used to be great. <laughs> I'm going to let you tell Mickey Rourke okay. that you didn't uh, like him. I will, and we'll be auditioning a third host. <laughs> that's so. right. I'll be yeah. riffed. You'll be ripped. You'll be ripped and lashed. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I get. I guess. Yeah, I. I, I Rourke concur. is furious <laughs> instead of Samuel O. Jackson. Yeah, that's right. So, did you see? By the way, where they pushed the Marvels movie back? No, I didn't by see six that. months. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think we may just be. I like. And we've said this before at a saturation point with these movies, and they're going to need to do something. Uh, different. I'm I'm really interested in and in looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy though. Mm-hmm. That looks really good. Yeah, that looks really good. So I mean, I guess are in by the same token. How close are we to Star Wars saturation? Have you guys watched the first two apps of Mandalorian? Yeah, yeah. I liked the second one. I mean, I've, I've liked them both. Fine. I know you didn't much care for the first one. Yeah. I thought the second one was better. I thought the second one was much better. Yeah. So. Um, but this is, is this the last season of Mandalorian? No, no Favreau has said it will go as long as it needs to. But it may mm. be the last with uh, the Mandalorian himself, though, right? I have not seen that, but you might. Yeah. Have. Anyway, or maybe Grogu's gone or something. I, I, that's the that's the because they're because he's demanding too much. That's right. That's for, right. Yeah. First contract. Yeah. Uh-huh. And one other thing before we wrap up, did you see that they're now crediting all three people who played the Mandalorian? In the uh, end credits. So it's not only Pedro Pascal, but it's his two stand-in slash stunt, okay. stunt no, I didn't see that. Yeah, I thought that was pretty that good. That is good. So I think Pedro Pascal just, I mean, now that he can't take his helmet off anymore, <laughs> you know, yeah. you just get some AI and do his voice and that's it. Oh. Yeah, that would be, that's what we should do with our podcast. Maybe hey, it would be more intelligent. We'll get chat AI. GPT to do it and we'll just uh, get chat GPT to write the synopsis next time. Okay. I don't know what that is. Uh, I had a feeling. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that, uh, that little Jay blurb, we're going to let you go. We'll see you back sometime next week.